Hi there, it's me again. It's that time. It's drive time, thrive time with me, Erin Breeze. We are out on the road of life after divorce. And how are you? Are you taking time for you? Are you taking time for our triple A's that we talk about from time to time? Something so simple and yet so powerful and I have to be honest, I can always feel it when I'm not doing it, (laughs) which is true for most of us, (laughs) right? If I'm feeling out of alignment or a little less energetic or less focused, less clear, um, it usually all points to I've fallen off of some of my discipline, right, around my daily practice because this whole being human thing is there's a lot of things coming at us a lot in the external world. And if we're not super, um, careful, we can get caught in sort of the turbulence of it, right? Because we end up in reaction. We end up needing to focus on others. Could be our kids, could be our partner, could be our friends, could be family, um, could be work, could be the world. But it, it really, we're so vulnerable. I often talk about this. We're so vulnerable, right? To, the, those pressures, those, those, like whatever, whatever that, that chaos is, or just the activities around us, we're especially vulnerable if we're not first and foremost, really centered and grounded. And we, to do that, we have to do this with consistency, this coming back to ourselves, connecting in with who we are, why we're here, what we are. And the only way to really like, this is, you know, we, we think about, washing our hands or showering or brushing our teeth, whatever of those daily things that make sense to you to think about. It really is a powerful metaphor for the energetic work of being grounded and in our own power of clarity and power of certainty in who we are. Because just like those, those daily things that we do to take care of our physical body, um, we have to do that with consistency for it to work, right? Um, it's something that we, we just, we kind of understand we need to do consistently, but yet we sometimes, it's easy in our, in our physical world to forget that the same is true of our energetic home. So in the same way that with our physical home being our body, we want to take care of it. We actually, we really need to have the same discipline, daily, um, attentiveness to our energetic home, to our spiritual home. And that is really the only way, <laughs> like the only way to stay in our own flow for short periods of time. We can then, we can feel like we're in flow with the external world, but very quickly we will notice that there's a depletion or there's um, an overwhelm that can set in. And those are, I, I feel like those are the first two signs. One of, one of the other depletion and sometimes hand in hand. Yay. We get this double, (laughs) double up of, um, depletion and overwhelm, right. Can come hand in hand, but sometimes we start to notice one or the other first. Uh, and that's a beautiful way of getting our attention to, get back into our, our triple A's, our daily practice. And when I say triple A, if you're new to me or just can't remember, um, no problem. That, that is what I like to call, um, one of our practices inside happy home programming, 
that we can do either by journal or even just in your mind. Um, I do it in the car, right? Right now we can do it together, which is, it's, it comes from a daily, like a longer journaling practice, which I do explain in an earlier episode. Um, I think episode three, maybe called the pad journal. That is a technique that I adapted, um, from one of my mentors and coaches, Mariel Diaz. And so I talk about it more in that early episode, but for now, what the simple way of doing the AAA is, is the, it's three, I, I adapted it and gave it a name because I love alliteration. So the A's stand for your achievements, your appreciations and your affirmations, right? So really quickly only takes a few minutes. We can reconnect with and give ourselves permission to acknowledge Oh, here's another A word for ourselves, right? It's all about taking time to acknowledge so that we can place attention on these elements of our own journey. So when we take time to give attention and acknowledge our achievements, I don't mean the big, huge, you know, things that those are great when we have like, a you know, got a degree or made a big, you know, finished a project or did something big at work or did something big at our home. Like, yes, you can include those. But what I'm really talking about are these more personal achievements that, you know, are a part of your path right now. So it could be related to self-care. It could be related to the inner work that you're doing. It could be taking time to even just be listening and tuning in to this episode because it helps you stay aligned, feel supported, feel connected. Okay. So when you think about your achievements, what I always invite clients to do and want to invite all of you to do, it's like make it personal to you, but also make it significant to you. This is not about just sort of going through the motions that won't bring you any closer to alignment. If we're going through the, the motions, we want to have this feel resonant, right? So it's like really about taking time to acknowledge the beauty of who you are and where you are. So those achievements can be like, okay, it's day three, perhaps of like taking, doing a certain self-care practice or recommitting and practicing a few more minutes of meditation, or maybe you're doing some detox right now to remove caffeine or alcohol or sugar or something for your body or some other, or adding something in, right? Nourishing, right? So the achievements make it really supportive. This is about honoring the ways that you're taking care of yourself, honoring the ways that you're um, accomplishing what is most important. And often that's the inner work. It's not the external stuff that we often think of when we say achievements. Okay. So then we have appreciations and with appreciations, this is yes, your gratitude. So a lot of us have a gratitude practice, but with this, what I really want you to focus on is your appreciations of you as women. We are often very good at giving everybody else credit and not is practiced at giving ourselves credit and recognition and love and support from ourselves to ourselves. We are often so hard on ourselves. So I want you to look at appreciations as like, talk to yourself the way you would talk to a best friend, right? So appreciate your courage, appreciate your resolve to get through something hard or, or appreciate the levity, like the, the lightness right now that you're feeling, like really appreciate how far you've come and the beauty that you're experiencing, right? Appreciate things in and about you less so about the things around you or the people in your life. I love that you have those things. And yes, it's nice to, if you want to add more, you can have gratitudes about all of that, but it's really lovely 
and important that we have a build a practice of appreciating first and foremost ourselves because when we fill ourselves up, right, we know this, then we have so much more to give to everybody else into the world. Um, so that's the appreciations. And then the third is your affirmations, right? So this is where we, where we like give ourselves that encouragement, that added inspiration, that um, validation that we are exactly where we're meant to be, that our path is unfolding for us, that, that things are in place, that we are stronger than ever, clearer than ever, more ourselves than before, that life is full of magic and miracles, that we are supported and not alone, right? So it's really important that we, you know, I see the affirmations as being our connection to our highest self, to our, but more than that, to source, to universe, to our inner being, our soul, right? Like here, like this is the place to really allow your soul to speak to you. What are those affirmations that your deepest part is giving your human part, right? Um, because sometimes in our human day to day, we get, we feel disconnected, um, or we are disconnected, right? And then, so we can use the affirmations as a chance to really reconnect. And this is so important. So what I encourage you to do is really use your triple A's. You can use it in the morning. You can use it throughout the day, but use it with intention that this is like a gift to self. I'm going to take a few minutes. I'm either going to write it out or I'm just going to be with it through in thought and feelings and really re you know, refocus from, because when we emerge from doing our triple A's, when we emerge out of, oh, okay, it gives us like, you know, it gives us a big deep breath. It gives us an opportunity to feel a reset. So you can use it as a reset, okay? Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about today, so do your triple A's um, and also take a look at just in general, is your daily practice satisfying what you need it to? Um, and continue to adapt it. You know, we, I talked a lot about over the summer, right? When we were coming after, after the summer entering school, there was an opportunity where we, a lot of us needed to really look at our schedule again because it had changed. Well, we just changed into a new season, right? So the time change, it's fall now. We're also feeling the fatigue that can often set in where right now where we're like, the, the accumulation of some of the school demands have hit mixed with the anticipation of some of the holiday demands that are underway. And, you know, we still have a ways to go. So it's a really important time where we just have a look and go like, is this working? And then be really honest. And then if you need help with figuring it out, like reach out, move in. You know, I haven't sent my move closer to those who feel like sunshine email out in a while. I love that saying, um, there's a photo that I love of it. It's just like on a sign outside of a business. Um, and it's about moving closer to those who feel like sunshine, right? And that is so important. So move into the actual sunshine, move closer to the people who feel like sunshine, friends, but also your community, your support. You know, I was just talking yesterday to a group of my Thrive grads. So these are clients who've continued to work with me after their initial experience in one of the Happy Home programs. And one of the things that they, we were talking about what keeps them here and what they want more of as I plan things for 2023 and like being able to come into the space of 
this curated, you know, wonderful community of other divorced moms focused on living their best lives, creating excellence in the way in on their own terms, in their personal relationships, in their professional lives, of course, at home, at their happy home with their kiddos. Um, also, of course, as they continue to navigate co-parenting and whatever that looks like in their new family system. So it's really important to move in. And if you don't have that or you're just missing it, you haven't been as, you know, as attentive. Um, it's a really, really important time to, you know, re, re kind of recommit to those relationships, to those community relationships. It's funny how sometimes when we need it most, we feel the most kind of, um, I don't know. It's like, there's a barrier. Sometimes we feel we, and, and I promise like, just, just do it. <laughs> like, just go reach out, send the email to somebody, send the text to somebody, you know, to a friend to make a plan. Um, look out ahead to something that you want to do in a, in a month and get it on the calendar so that it's there and you can look forward to it. Get back on a group call. If you have, you know, a community like ours, just make it happen and don't overthink it. Just do it. And then it'll feel so much better. Often it's like that first step, right? That feels the hardest. And then we get in there and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be back. Why was I, you know, why wasn't I doing this sooner? I promise. It's most likely you're going to feel that way. So, okay. Do all of those things. So we're talking about reconnecting with our triple A's, making sure that we are really honoring what we need and honoring ourselves so that we can feel supported and grounded and clear that's when we can feel most powerful in all areas of our lives. Then we were talking about, of course, really making sure that we're acknowledging ourselves and all of that. It's really about attentiveness to who we are and our inner strength and beauty and soul being lit up from the inside out. And then noticing, do you need more discipline? Do you need more community? What do you need right now? And moving closer because there is a lot of fall fatigue, we'll just call it, because of the changing time, because of just the school year, because of the holidays. You know, we've had a bunch and we have more to come. <laughs> so um, so really honoring and being clear about what you need. And then moving, moving in, taking action on that, okay? And then what I also want to talk about today, I just was on the, you know, I'm on the 405 heading home after the school commute, as I usually am. And saw a sign that said born to shine. I'll have to look it up. It looked like it was a billboard for somebody's book. And I want to just talk about this whole shine thing. I'm, I feel like we are putting so much pressure, so much pressure on ourselves to be the light, to be shiny, to shine, to be bright, to be light. <laughs> that, I want us to have a balanced approach to that. So do I disagree about being born to shine? No, but do I think that culturally right now we are overdoing it and maybe even creating some pressure on everyone to shine, shine brighter, be brighter, be seen? I kind of do. And I want to honor that the darkness is a thing. Like, I've been listening to Amanda Francis and I love her money work. Um, I love how she talks about the vibe 
of different, you know, like she has all kinds of courses and uh, beautiful meditations and wonderful things. And I love how she talks about the vibe, the vibe for worthiness around money, the vibe of the wealthy woman, the vibe of, you know, money itself. I love all of that. And also, can we please, and I'm not saying she doesn't have a vibe for this. I'm just saying in general, I would like us to have a vibe for the darkness because darkness is where everything started. <laughs> like everything is born in the dark and metamorphosis. When you are going through huge soul transformation, it is about finding the light. Yes, but we can only do that from the place of darkness. If we don't have the darkness, we don't even recognize light. We can't. We have to have that contrast. And as women, we know darkness, like deep darkness. Like we are creators. We have wombs, right? Like creation comes from a place of darkness. We have depth of our, like we have a capacity for depth and darkness that is part of the feminine power. And I just want us to have space for that. That if you're feeling that you are in the darkness, that this isn't something that is wrong. This isn't something that is the wrong vibe, right? Like we, we want to understand the darkness so that we can learn to live in it as long as we need to live in it. And, and I think sometimes we are culturally uncomfortable with dark and that this is actually works against feminine power because in my experience and and kind of how I'm thinking about it right now like deep emotions big feelings um, some of the things that come with our cycles that come with the moon and like come like there is a time right where the moon is not bright it's a tiny sliver and holding space and trust that the darkness, that the light will return, right? That, that that is one of our gifts as women to do for ourselves, to do for our sisters, to do for one another, for do, do for our children and for others, to do for our planet. Like we got to hold space that the, that the light will come and be confident and certain in that and and the way that we develop our certainty that the light will come is because we are so big and full in the dark that we can be consumed by it, we can consume it, and we can move through it. If we're afraid of the dark, right, then we, then, then we resist, we, we fear, we live in fear of it, and then we, we, like, we can't be fully powerful. So it's this opportunity, like, yes, ultimately, all beings are born to shine, but they can only shine when they have fully emerged from darkness. And if we are out of fear, not allowing ourselves to be in that darkness, then we actually can't achieve the radiance, the brilliance that we're meant to have. I hope that makes sense. So it's like this, how do we learn how to be on this path, on this journey? even through the night, right? How do we, how do we navigate in the dark with trust in ourselves and trust in life and trust that we're supported, that we're never alone? Like that's the big work. And if I just, I wanted, 
wanted to speak to that because I think sometimes, especially this time of year, this is a beautiful time to go inward, a beautiful time to be in the dark so that we will, we will, we will emerge. The days, you know, they're getting darker and then they will get lighter. We can trust in that. We can trust in the seasons. We can trust in earth and, you know, the way that the light will come again, the day to the night, we can trust in it. But can we also trust in ourselves that if we are in a place that feels dark, that it is on purpose for us, that it is nothing to resist, it is nothing to fear, that it is in the darkness that we will gain the wisdom that we're here to gain, but that the only thing to do is actually to be with it, to not be rushing out into the light until it's time. How do we know when it's time? Like, that's the big question, right? Like, that's, but that's something that we, we only ourselves can answer. And I think we want to really honor that that's where we develop our wisdom. Like, that's the soul's journey, right? Is being able to ourselves know, like, am I ready? Like, do I have what I, did I, did I get what I needed from being in this particular part of my metamorphosis or my transformation? And, and also asking for support in it, right? Like, sometimes I, when I meet people and they tell me all the hard things, they're almost expecting people, you know, expecting me to be, oh, like worried with them or concerned with them. And my reaction generally is like, okay, like this is good. We're in it. (laughs) Like We're really, really in it because I know that it's by being in it that we get to this next level of wisdom, next level of insight, next level of strength in ourselves, but we can't skip it. We can't skip steps. And I think culturally, we're uncomfortable with the feminine, we're uncomfortable with darkness, we're uncomfortable with cycles, we're uncomfortable with periods, we're uncomfortable with all these things that are actually like the depth, we're uncomfortable with the depth. And we need to change that. We need to be able to lean into it and sit with it and honor it and make room for it and be with it and be with one another in it. Because quieting it or avoiding it or trying to skip out of it or, you know, it just, that will only bring a temporary relief that's actually very superficial and not, and not, not, you know, it won't be, it won't be complete. So we're just kind of postponing, right? And none of us want to do that, right? We don't want to be postponing. Let's be purposeful not postponing. Let's be purposeful in our, in our own journey and understanding what's here and what we need so that we can be with ourselves in the process that we're in right now so that we can then emerge. And somebody's honking. I don't know if you can hear them, but they're, they're, they're honking because they're excited. They're, they're getting the message. <laughs> they're agreeing with us. So that's what I wanted to share on this Tuesday, which felt like a Monday for my household morning, getting out the door. And um, as always, I am sending you love and I am sending you sunshine, but not because I don't want you to be in night, right? I want you to be in the dark when you need to be in the dark and reach out for support so that we can be in that together knowing and trusting that you will emerge and you will emerge with all of the beauty and grace that you have always had within and 
with even greater insight and wisdom about who you are and why you're here and what you're just like what you're here to do in this life. All right. So keep trusting and keep being you and reach out, reach out for support, reach out for community. I'm here for you and would love to welcome you in if you're ready to do more work. All right. Those ways to connect with me are as always in the show notes. And until next time, sending you so much love and so much sunshine and a little bit of darkness too. Talk to you soon.